When it comes to the hiring process of key personnel, the responsibility increases with the level that person will have within the organization. The more power a role has, the higher the risk for the organization. In this episode, I will focus on asking the right questions when potential successors of a powerful role are interviewed. Great to have you here. Corporate integrity, fraud, non-compliance, and cybersecurity. Would you like to understand the root causes, detect threats, and take measurements to protect the most precious assets? As a leader, you need to be prepared and stay actionable in the event of an incident. Sonia Sternemann talks in her podcast, The Human Factor. Corporate integrity matters. To leaders and entrepreneurs who want to have impact, foster corporate integrity, and act as role models. As an international expert for corporate governance and integrity, entrepreneur, and independent board member, she knows the challenges. Let her inspire you. Welcome back to the new episode of the podcast, The Human Factor, Corporate Integrity Matters. You might be a board member, an investigator, an internal auditor, a corporate integrity council, or on your way there. I'm your mentor and sparring partner when it comes to corporate integrity with impact, founder of Corporate Integrity Concepts and its leadership circle. With a vision to protect and secure assets, reputation, and actionability, yours and the one of your organization. Why? Because corporate integrity matters to all of us. And asking the important questions to protect is our responsibility, no matter in which context. Responsibility for the stakeholders and the shareholders to protect and foster the organization's future. The more power a person has within an organization, the higher the risk for the stakeholders and shareholders. That's a fact. Sounds pretty simple and it's also what it is. But what I often see, especially during the recruiting process of highly exposed roles, that important piece of the puzzle is missing. Exposed roles have a high inherent risk for the company's vision, strategy, and therefore for the future success. One of the most underestimated risks when it comes to the challenging task of hiring an exposed person is the reputational risk. No matter in what industry I have the discussion, but when it comes to reputation, the motivation of having a deeper conversation stops. The reason is obvious. It is not easy to manage reputation risk. And as there are different strategies to manage risks, I highly suggest becoming clear of these, consciously and not only by accident. Do remember, we can either avoid, reduce, transfer or accept a risk. When it comes to managing the reputation risk of the exposed roles, we need to have a separate discussion on board level. It doesn't matter when you listen to this episode, as the recruiting process of key personnel is never green. There is hardly any week without a small or bigger scandal ending with negative press for any of the organizations out there. From, from non-profit to public, from the banking to the automotive and pharmaceutical industry, you can name it. At the end, the scandal is human-made. By recently discussing one of the latest global cases with a client being in such a process right now, let me bring it to the podcast episode here. What keeps him awake might also be important for you. 
My hypothesis is that the higher a role is ranked within an organization, the less professional recruiting process is conducted. That's what I see out in the field. And with having said that, I mean the professional skepticism, which is often lowered. But why? Why should I not apply at least the same professional tools as I would one level below? The answer or better excuses are manifold and I will only bring up a few of those. First, that person already has proven that she or her, he can do it. Second, it might be seen as rude to ask too many questions for the future CEO. Third, I trust. Does taking on responsibility look like that? No, I think not. All three answers rather look like an avoiding strategy than a risk management strategy to protect the business. As the board member, either on executive or non-executive level, it's our duty to ensure a professional process. But not only board members are on duty. No, I also like to foster responsibility of our internal auditor and HR leaders. Although these rules are part of a functional process when it comes to hiring key personnel. So there's one metaphor I highly appreciate and always comes to my mind when I am in the position of hiring exposed roles as a board member. You all remember your time at school when new leaders of a gang were either appointed by the members or they just positioned themselves as the boss. What was necessary for you to follow? Wasn't it how that leader was perceived by the others? We are not judging about our early stage motivations of being part of a group, gang, community or whatever, but it shows us how we all function. How someone representing an organization is perceived by a wider group is key, no matter whether in business or in society. And we can lead that process in our field of responsibility. And we have to lead that and we have to steer it and make sure that it's done in a professional manner. So how can we do that? With one additional question. Additional to all the procedures in place and already conducted by our executive search and internal team. With that additional questions, we are not only challenging whether the candidates are the best fit for the organization. No, we also challenge our own internal process. And for all those listeners being here at the first time, I know that it might seem a little bit too high level what we discuss here, but no worry. In our leadership circle, we have monthly deep dives and elaborate these topics to ensure an effective implementation. But now, coming back to our one additional question, we as board members can and should raise during the process. Either we only do it for ourselves in form of a checklist to come up with an opinion or you include these topics as part of the process. In my opinion, the most important question is whether the information received from the candidate and the involved other parties are true. What I often see is that especially at that level, the truth is significantly biased by hearsay, press and references. Therefore, there are several sources to be challenged. The curriculum and background, the information gathered by the different interviews you hold, the assessment and the report provided by the assessor, the references and the press information. 
The question we must ask ourselves are, what do we need to know about the candidate and potential representative of our organization to protect and strengthen our assets? That is a question which is definitely which definitely needs to be raised at the very top level of an organization and is not answered by having a good reputation. That's not enough. And that's also not tangible and also not measurable. Formulating what is meant by that is key and for a lot of leaders still a taboo because it's so difficult and challenging. So how do we get access to that information we defined before, and how can we prove those to be true? Without having a process in place which leads through the entire procedure, the chance of just not doing it is high, very high. So my personal conclusion is that we have a lot of potential when it comes to the recruiting process of the organization's representatives. Starting with that one question of challenging the truth of the information received will lead to further procedures during the process as such. The background checks will not be optional, but mandatory for all. The information provided to the nomination committee will be supported by facts and not only hearsay. I am very positive that the new generation of leaders, no matter whether at executive or non-executive level, are more sensitized when it comes to the inherent reputational risk of the organization's representatives. So having said that, let's go back to our organization and make sure that our procedures are ready for the future. And if you would like to bring up the questions back to your team, here it is again. In my opinion, the most important question is whether the information received from the candidate and the involved other parties are true. It is all about the truth, the underlying facts which steers the perception. This was the episode number 30 of the Human Factor Corporate Integrity Matters. Following the motto, Corporate Integrity secures and empowers individuals and organizations. Would you like to learn more, meet peers and getting qualified? So visit the website Corporate Integrity Concepts or Corporate Integrity Academy. Or do you think this podcast could be interesting for someone you know? Sharing is caring and we are always happy to welcome your peers to our community. And if you like this episode, subscribe and don't miss any of the future ones. The show notes are, of course, enriched with relevant information and your connection via any of the social media channels is highly appreciated and will be answered. Promised. And please do not forget, topics of your interest or interview partners are highly welcome. Just send me a note on any of the channels you know. Thank you for listening. My name is Sonja Stierniemann and I'm your host. Stay curious, actionable and a role model. Take care and goodbye.